you're listening to the Seven Transformations Podcast. For access to the latest content, including the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the7transformations.com. Create a life you love. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast sharing life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And now, let's create a life we love. All right, welcome back, guys. Thank you for joining me. My name is Tudor, and this is the Seven Transformations Podcast. I'm excited today to have an awesome interview with one of my best friends and actually one of my longest friendships. It's Sebastian Sandersius. Hi, Tudor. What's really up, glad buddy? To be here. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? That's it's going great. It's a beautiful Thursday afternoon. Yeah, it is actually really nice today. We're in Phoenix. The weather is perfect. It's middle of March. I've known Sebastian for how long? We're what, 34? Since first grade. Since first grade, everybody. We've been friends for, what, 27 years, pretty much 80% of our life, I think, something like that. Sebastian just got married. Thanks to him, I got to have an excuse to go to Mexico and check out a beautiful place called Loreto. Loreto is an amazing little Mexican town if you ever get a chance to to go see. It's right between, uh, what is it, Cabo and Rocky Point on the Baja Coast? Yeah, north of Cabo, south of Rocky Point, south of Tijuana, kind of right in between, right in the middle of uh, Baja, California there. Yeah, that's right. It was absolutely gorgeous. If you ever get a chance to go, totally recommend it. So we're here with Sebastian, one of my awesome friends, to talk about creating a life you love. And this is part of a series of interviews that I'm doing over the next couple months with a lot of interesting people in my life that are from all kinds of walks of life. So in this case, Sebastian, you can tell more about yourself, but Sebastian is an entrepreneur. I've known him for a really long time, obviously, and I've got a chance to see him go from being that mischievous kid in first grade to now he's a very successful uh, business owner. So Sebastian, take it away. What do you do? Yeah, th- thank you, Tudor, for the introduction. So um, I'm, I have a, a company here in Phoenix, Arizona, and we manufacture uh, leather goods mostly. Uh, we pr- develop products for a lot of different companies, and we uh, basically work with all types of different clients, and whatever they want us to make, we'll develop it and create it and source the materials that they want and basically figure out how they want a product, an end product to, to feel and, and, uh, and, and cost, and we'll basically make the product for them. And how long have you been doing that for? Uh, for about six years almost, I think. Yeah, it's been, been a while. Like You guys, I remember, started in college. So the story of how you started is very interesting to me because I recently interviewed another one of our mutual friends, Matt, who uh, also has a company. And you two started together on a little adventure doing one kind of fun project that led into a series of choices to where you are now. Yeah, that's right. Now, Matt is uh, a very big part of uh, why I do what I'm doing today. And uh, basically in college, he and I started a <clears throat> a hobby of 
uh, collecting safety razors <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I collecting swear safety razors. <laughs> I swear to you. And, I, uh, I always wondered, like in the beginning, I'm like, what are they doing? Why are they going? I remember you telling me you would go to like California or, or Colorado yeah. or something. I'm like, why are you guys going? Like, oh, we're going to go get some antique old razors. Right. <laughs> Uh, there's yeah, and look where you are now there's worse things to collect right yeah there are that's true that's pretty much down there. that's pretty far down there so yeah i mean we 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 started collecting those and then uh started selling them online and then we uh uh kind of a hobby turned into a relatively successful business and then we wanted to actually start manufacturing products and that's kind of uh the direction that led to uh where i am today did you, as a kid, I mean, I've known you since you were a kid. I don't remember you ever were talking about being a business owner, but, you know, I remember you went to college for, and you have a degree in physics, I mean, you have a doctorate in physics, so, I yeah. mean, Sebastian could, and what is it, like biophysics, or what was it? Just straight up physics. Straight up physics. Yeah. yeah, so Sebastian could be teaching at a university now, so he is definitely well accomplished in a lot of different directions. What, you know, as as a kid, did you ever think about owning your own business or not at all no and even in college i didn't even think about it yeah even through graduate school i didn't even think about (laughs) it and uh and it was only really after graduate school and uh when i was trying to uh set up my career as a research scientist and uh in academia i just kind of got sick of that field and i realized how how much more liberating it is to be in control of your own business hmm. and uh and just maybe just basically doing whatever you want and uh that's I mean, that that's what really motivated me to to, to take the plunge yeah, pretty to really much take the plunge and, and have my own business hmm. well that's that's really interesting because a lot of times we we feel like there has to be this kind of certainty with our future and I, and i know that i've felt the same way sometimes you think you're really certain about something and, uh, you know, life takes you for some twists and turns or, you know, the other way around. You're not so certain and then something comes into your life and, oh my gosh, now I feel like I have a direction. So you never really know where life will take you. And I think uh, being open to those opportunities and being able to pursue them and have the courage to act is really the key. You know, your relationships, I'll ask you about the journey into where you are now with your business, which again is very successful. Those kind of things take risks. How do, how did your relationships close to you, your friends, your family, respond to your initial efforts, uh, you know, with with the razor collecting and all the other hobbies and stuff, to all the way to you know starting the business and so on and so forth. How how was that on your relationships? Oh, I would say between my friends and family, like. You just express it yourself. It's a little bit of confusion uh, and bemusement uh, as to why I was dealing with <laughs> razors. <laughs> uh, but I don't think anyone was concerned about it because it was right. just a fun hobby, you know, on weekends and and uh, and stuff like that. Um, I would say with my family, uh, they were possibly a bit concerned about why I was leaving academia and uh and basically pursuing selling products online and making wallets and stuff like that uh, hmm. it's a very different type of uh 
uh, work than than studying cancer research uh, studying cancer yeah i mean it's pretty much a u-turn or oh it's yeah. it's very different yeah i mean it, we, we it's it's you get to be very creative and there's a lot of problem solving and and, and critical thinking that uh hmm. those, those types of skills i developed very well through a ph through earning a phd in physics but um the actual subject matter is very different yes yeah, so really you developed a skill set to apply into what you're doing now, not necessarily on, the, you know, like you said, the topic that you studied, but nevertheless what you learned still had some application. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I look back at my at the years that I spent in college uh, with my bachelor's degree and my Ph.D. in physics, and it was just... Tucked away in that little room in the physics <laughs> building. Yeah, and and I, I, just, I, have, I have no regrets of, of doing that because it was... It was a, it's a very rich subject. It's a mm-hmm. wonderful subject to learn. And even though I'm not doing physics on a daily basis, it's it's nice to have that at my fingertips. Yeah. It gave you almost a, a new window to look at life in general through. Yeah. I mean, physics in, in many ways is, is uh, understanding how the natural world works. Mm. Yeah. Physics is fascinating. I, I, don't know about it nearly as much as you do, but I always found it so interesting, especially, uh, you know, cosmology, talking about the universe, stars, time, all these kind of things was really fascinating to me. So, well, with your business, if we go back to kind of the journey from, you know, point A to point B where you are now, we all have a little bit of luck with what we do. You know, being at the right place, right time, whatever it is, what was one memory that you can relate to right now that was maybe the big break or when things started to shift or that you can attribute like, you know what, this is when, you know, the change happened and what, what happened? With my business? Yeah, with basically, I mean, you know, the life that you have now that you've created with your business, everything that, that's flourishing right now, and including your personal life too, obviously they're all connected what was a what was the time in this journey where everything shifted you know i or can't a moment? you know I, I can't really attribute a single moment of hmm. where i realized that oh this is it's different now yeah. um well anything like let's say it's been very gradual i would say in would, my experience was there any experience that um turned things around for you so in a sense like you got an opportunity to talk to somebody in the industry and then that led to other conversations and so on. And and it was like a pivotal meeting that happened or you signed a deal and that was what kind of broke you into a particular market, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, when, when we were starting out uh, with developing our our product line and our brand, um, I never really, I mean, obviously, when you start something new, there's a lot of insecurity that you mm-hmm. have in in thinking, you know, is this going to be successful? Is uh, am, am, are we doing things right here? And I remember very early um, in 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 developing our product line and our brand that um, that we uh, that someone from a um, uh, from a trade show organizer basically a a trade show organizer 
reached out to us and her name was Edwina Cujo and hmm. she's a very prominent uh, person involved in in uh, fashion trade shows and I remember speaking to her on the phone and she was trying to basically get us to come to a trade show hmm. in Las Vegas and uh and, and basically to sell us a booth and I was just kind of thinking you know wow you know you, you think that our products are good enough to come to your trade show and, hmm. and be next to all these other incredible brands that have uh, so much more um, um, exposure and and, uh, and market uh, value than than us. And she said, you know, yeah, I mean, your products look beautiful, your branding looks beautiful. And I thought, wow, okay, well, I guess mm. we are doing it something right. And That's so, cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't that that moment uh, really. Um, it wasn't a huge change, but you definitely remember like a, a change in your confidence about what yeah. you were doing. It contributed to the journey. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was it's kind of a, a affirmation from from someone yeah. who, someone in the field who who who's good to get affirmation from. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The social confirmation. I mean, that's a huge sign that you're on the right track when you get some kind of feedback from the outside you know, whatever it is. Well, kind of the opposite of that is what are some sacrifices that you have had to endure on your journey towards creating a life that you love? I mean, obviously you are, you're now at a point where you're reaping the rewards of the last, you know, six years or maybe more, obviously, if you include school and stuff like that. But, you know, what are some of the sacrifices that you've had to, and maybe continuing, continuing sacrifices that you have with this life that you live? Well, definitely at the beginning, whenever you're starting a business, you can't expect uh, quick success by any means. And uh, when when we started the, the razor business, um, we, we kind of had, we were, we were lucky and mm. it was, it was, we weren't even, ex we weren't expecting success, but. Why it, do you think you were lucky? Uh, because it started making money and we weren't expecting mm. it to. It was literally just a hobby, mm. and and it just we started making money and we we're like, oh, this was easy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's how you run a business. Yeah, like oh, okay, we just we just we just put stuff online and people will buy it. And <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a winning and, formula. Yeah, but you know that's that. I mean, that's not how it works necessarily. I mean, we we were lucky in that we found a niche market right, and right. that that, that uh, there was no uh, there were no competitors at the time. Yeah, and um, and then when it came to starting our second business that that's where you know we just expected success mm. and it wasn't like that by any means mm. and uh it took a lot of patience and uh so the sacrifices that that i that i made was just having to basically just not pay myself for two or three years <laughs> 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 you, know, <laughs> you know just very live very uh uh by uh uh very modestly. Yeah, very I mean, modestly yeah. and uh, nothing beyond my means. And, uh, you know, and, and you'll find this with a lot of very successful business businesses, uh, oh, yeah, business sure. owners and entrepreneurs that when they start out, I mean, they, you're, you're going to, uh, many of them, not all of them, of course, but many of them are just, you know, you have to suck it up and, and not expect to. Uh, to get paid very much or get mm. or reap very many rewards uh you know within a couple of years even and and i remember uh 
I remember another uh, very successful business owner uh, told me told me you know kind of before we were we were launching this uh, this uh, our brand that just to stay he told it told me just to stay very patient and mm. if you if you if you stay patient then then you'll 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 succeed and you know that's that's not always true because sometimes you know you can be on a sinking ship yeah but, you but, gotta balance patience with action yeah but i mean and you you do have to you know there is a difference between making a good decision and making a bad decision mm-hmm. and uh and and sinking the ship but sometimes you know a sinking ship can can uh um uh, can float again <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with the right with the right it's got some if, rafts on it yeah if you had well yeah if, if you if you figure, figure out how to patch the holes quickly enough and yeah. uh, get it on a on a on, a, on the right track to to succeed um, so i mean you, you know even in in our in my own personal business experience i mean we were very close to just giving up and hmm. and uh what made you what how'd you stay motivated through that because we all come to to the point where we want to quit, and I think that's something that learning how to not quit and get past that barrier that's that's the key to success. So how did you stay motivated? I was just very passionate about the the, the products. You know, mm. I designed everything myself. I was building everything myself. I was making it, and um, I just believe I, like I knew that the products were better than anything else that were on the marketplace, mm. and I understood that there's just uh, you know, in the in the first couple of times of of um, trying to sell the products to other stores, that of course they're going to be apprehensive to bring in a, a yeah, new something product. new. Yeah, it just takes time to to uh, to break down those barriers uh, and establish new business with with uh, with people. And mm. um, you certainly, when you when you are trying to develop new business, you don't want to seem like you're desperate. You have to feel like you're com- uh, present yourself as being comfortable, yeah, confident, confident. Mm. And um, I don't know why we've gotten that track, but <laughs> what were we talking? Well, about? I, was, I was saying how <laughs> <laughs> I was saying how do you how did you stay motivated? Pretty much through uh, wanting to quit. You know, obviously there's uh, there's many challenges that you have to go through to own your own business. And it, it all boils down to how much can you per, you know, pursue that idea, even though there are many things screaming at you to want to quit. So, okay, well, here's another question for you. (laughs) This is actually kind of in the same realm as the sacrifices one, but currently, you know, running your own business right now, what's your biggest obstacle what's your biggest recurring problem and how do you recover from it how do you accommodate for it for for me i mean it's, i think it's organization i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not the most organized person in the world <laughs> <laughs> you know i i you know i'll say i'm i can think very critically when i do work on something i can get you know i can execute it very well uh, but staying organized, I would say, is is my uh, biggest uh, biggest problem that I that I. Uh, what do you do to overcome that or to deal with it? Do you have a personal assistant? Do you have tools on your phone like productivity I, tools? I like... do. Re- I rely on on personal assistants essentially. Oh, okay. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I delegate organization to other people. <laughs> but sometimes, that's good. sometimes that still is not enough. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the bigger the ball of yarn, the more the responsibilities. Yeah. So, well, what are some useful strategies that you keep, uh, in you know your tool belt for going through the life that you live as a you know whatever in charge of your business and doing all these things you're doing a lot of home projects too what are some tools that have kept you sane have kept you motivated have kept you working with your staff and clients uh in tip-top shape any useful strategies so so uh tools i guess i would say is i mean Every day is a different day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll have good days and sometimes I'll have bad days. And, um, you know, you can, I just have to always tell myself on the bad days, there's always going to be good days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remind yourself. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, because in, in my field and I think in most fields in business, um, not everyone's going to give, you know, want to do business with you. Right. And, you know, you're going to have a lot of no's. And you're going to fail a lot and you're going to make a lot of mistakes. But, mm. you know, the important thing is that you, you keep, you, you, you basically cherish the, the moments that you are successful and someone does want to do business with you and you, uh, and, and you know that those, that's always going to come around because mm-hmm. it will, you'll, you'll, as, I think it as comes back as, to patience. seems yeah. like it does came, it does come back to a lot of patience. Yes, because I mean, you know, as and especially in my business with retail, and especially with all the the in with uh, a lot of the big box stores and retail right now. Yeah, retail is tough. It is very tough these days, especially with Amazon and and a lot of the online shopping too. And, I mean, and the product cycle can be quite large. I mean, uh, quite long. That is when you know, if I if I have a certain product that I want to launch and I want to get it into a certain store, they might tell me, oh, you know, we ha- still have inventory from last year of this other brand that we bought and we just don't have time we, do, we just don't have the shelf space or the the capital to to bring mm. your product on and, and have it in the store you know let's you know talk to us next year and you know I've, I've we have i have some business partners that i do great business with now that i've i chased for two years wow three years <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a lot getting, of chasing <laughs> getting told no for you know countless times yep. over over several years and then eventually they say yes just I mean, like that dog it, on the street that's yeah. hungry <laughs> i mean ima- like imagine trying uh, imagine that in a dating scenario where oh you're, yeah where you're chasing a girl or a guy for <laughs> for several years and they just say no and no and no and no and persistence and, is key yeah, <laughs> they say yes <laughs> that's a yeah. good analogy i like that yeah <laughs> Well, what advice do you have for anybody um, right now looking to get into what you're doing in terms of, let's say, being an entrepreneur, maybe retail, or even they can find themselves in your own shoes? What advice do you have for them? Do something unique. That's mm-hmm. that is, I think, you know, if you're going to get into it, whatever your field is, uh, whether you're going to... I mean, it, I mean, in consumer, in develop making consumer merchandise, look at the marketplace, see what your competitors are, and try to do something that so that you stand out from your competitors. Um, and you know, if, if you if you just create a me too product, 
you're just gonna, you're you're just making it that much more difficult for you to to be successful hmm. and to be noticed. Good stuff. What other areas of your life are you excited for right now? Any cool projects coming up? I know you're doing <clears throat> some home renovations. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things I'm excited about right now. I uh, uh, just a few weeks ago I found out that I'm going to have a daughter. Uh, yeah, just a couple of months. I now. cannot believe that. Even when I see Matt's kid running around, I'm just blown away. Yeah, this is my first kid, and I'm very, very excited about it. <laughs> and uh, so I would say, you know, above and beyond, above everything else, that's that's what I'm most excited yeah, about right that's now. Insane. Um, I am I'm doing a lot of remodeling work on my house right now. Actually, just this morning we got the uh, concrete poured for the new foundation, and uh, now yeah, now we. Now we can do the the next step of, of framing. And right, now are you managing framing. all those things or do you have somebody helping you manage all those workers I, and information that's going on? Um, I'm basically being the co- the general contractor for, mm. for my – I mean I, I have – there's another general contractor that I'm consulting with, but he's not he's not managing the – he's not there on site or managing anything. I, I'm finding my own subcontractors oh, for things that I don't know how to do like – like foundation for wood things. I, I don't I don't know anything about concrete or setting forms and and all that stuff. So I, hmm. I hired someone to do that. But carpentry, I can do that. <laughs> Electrical <laughs> yeah. and pl- plumbing's easy enough. <laughs> well, yeah, you get two of your two of your brothers are plumbers. They're useless. <laughs> you can't you can't you can't put that out. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully they'll hear this episode. That'll be great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, what's the biggest thing you are grateful for in your life right now? Um, the greatest, the, the I would say what I'm most grateful for right now in, in my life is my wife. I mean, I, we just got married, uh, gosh, six years, not six, six months ago. And, yeah. And uh, she, every day, I, I, I can't believe how amazing she is and how uh, wonderful it is to have her in my life. Hmm. It's, that's uh, what's one of your favorite things about her? She just understands me. Hmm. I mean, she, um, I mean, she's just perfect for me. She, uh, we, you know, it, it's funny as far as, as long as we've dated, which wasn't very long. And now we've been married. We just, we just haven't had any type of argument. Really. We don't yell at each other. We just know. wait, wait till the kid comes. Buddy. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, no, that's good though. That's good. Yeah. Any final words of wisdom for anybody listening? You know, uh, yeah. Here's another. Here's a, here's another good one for you. So you remember back in the days when I used to go to Phoenix College? Oh and yeah. I was, and I was hanging out in the math department a lot. Yep. So I remember back there, back then, in the hallways, there was a, a quote on up on the wall. I don't know if it was a quote, and I don't know who said this either. But basically, it was a it was a little flyer that they had there, in the in the hallway there in the math department. And I don't know why. Not thinking about it now, I don't know why it was in the math department. But <laughs> it was. It basically said, "Dumb people don't learn from their mistakes. <laughs> smart people will learn from their mistakes, and then very very smart people. And I think they from made from others' word, mistakes. They may they may have used the word genius." We'll learn from other people's mistakes, and I remember mm. that really stuck with me. It's like, wow, mm. I, you know, I was kind of in the middle. I was kind of thinking, 
you know, at, at, at my... You weren't dumb, but you weren't a genius either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's what I have to do to be a genius. There you go. And I think that, you know, it may have rubbed off on me a little bit. And, yeah, learn from others. Yeah. And I, that's... It's so, yeah. If, what do you think is one of the... if Because if, I agree with you. I think learning from other people is is a key. What, to you, is one of the major keys to doing that to making you from being smart to learning from your own mistakes to being a genius to you know learning from other people's mistakes what's the key uh i mean being very observant you know mm. really you know, under being able to understand a situation uh that someone's in or uh choices that they're making uh and being able to judge them mm. <laughs> <laughs> make a decision on this on the situation yeah and yeah, I mean, you know, you do have to, you know, I, I've, I've always been told that I'm a very judgmental person. Um, you are really judgmental. Yeah. You're just a judging person. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I don't, I don't judge, <laughs> but I mean, no, you, you do have to judge people and you have to look at what they do uh, with their time and with their lives. And you have to look at the outcomes that they're having. Well, and, especially if you have to make decisions, you know, regarding your relationship to those people. I think that's important to say too, because if you if you have to make decisions about okay, am I going to do business with this person? Am I going to invest time, money, energy in this person? You know what they're doing, who they're up to, who their friends are, who are they with? Those are important considerations to take into the equation. So, yeah, good. Thank you for nodding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I shouldn't nod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for letting me share one of my best friends and longest friends with you, Sebastian. You want to plug your company, Shameless Plug Time? Yeah. So if you if you want to see uh, what we what what I do, um, you can check out our website www.ezraarthur.com. That's e z r a a r t h u r dot com. They have some really cool leather, unique leather wallets, all kinds of stuff for guys, girls. It is super cool. Sebastian's always showing me the new and latest stuff that he has. So check him out. It's really high quality stuff. You can count on it. Yeah, so, great stuff for Father's Day coming up. Right yeah, that's right. Father's Day is coming up. Good, good it call. Is, yep. There you go. See, this was all And Mother's part. Day. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Mother's Day. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Get it all. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, This has been a Create a Life You Love interview with my friend Sebastian. And if you like these episodes, like and share them. And we'll see you on the flip side. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. So thanks for joining me, Sebastian. Thank you very much for having me, Twitter. You're listening to the 7 Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the seven transformations.com.